again. It's us. Hello. What's up? <laughs> it's a podcast. Yeah, we do that. Uh, you're listening to Death by Music Podcast. This is one of our mini-sodes, so welcome. Hello, it's lucky number 12. Yes, I am Cassie. This is Alex. Hi. This is Jake. Hello. Mini topics today. We're straying off the path of death and leading into some cars? Conspiracies. Oh. What's going on? So I'll let Jake kind of introduce the topic because this is something that he found and brought to us I wanted to talk about. So this particular story I saw watching a TV show on on Motor Trend. There's a TV show called Autobiography. Auto slash biography. Mm, Very creative. Because it's about cars. Yes. Yeah. And like uh, famous cars. We like a good one. Yes. It's it's famous cars. Cars with really crazy stories. Uh, They went missing. They got found again. Uh people stealing stuff, things like that. Cool. One of the episodes had Jim Morrison and his Mustang from the late 60s, which I thought was really interesting. I thought it really fit in the show because it's Jim Morrison. Mm -hmm. He's part of the 27 Club. Uh, Which we'll be covering. Yes. On the Patreon. Yes. So (laughs) basically what happened, the record label, I think Electra, I forget Mm -hmm. who it was. They were trying to buy the whole band cars or whatever they wanted. Jim Morrison wanted a Mustang because this guy named Jay Sebring, who was a hairstylist, he had a, I believe it was a 66 Mustang GT350. It was a Shelby Mustang. He saw it. He wanted it. The label went one better, got him the next best one up from that, which was the GT500. Is that a difference in motor? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So this more, one's more, more powerful. More engine, more powerful, okay. probably heavy-duty suspension. More Shelby money. Mustangs were already pretty beefy as it was because yeah. uh, Carol Shelby was a race car guy. Okay. So he... These were basically street legal race cars. So they got him the 67 Mustang, and he was just ripping up and down through L.A., drinking, driving, wrecked it several times. As one does. Yeah. (laughs) If you're Jim Morrison. (laughs) If you're anybody from, like, the 70s. He wrecked it a whole bunch of times. There's differing stories on how the car disappeared. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that, I think, with this one story. (laughs) He drove it off a cliff, Uh, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah, It was was some pretty bad stuff. (laughs) Yep. He wrecked it a bunch. Car disappeared. He died. Nobody saw it. Somebody suspects they have it, but cool. they're not sure. So, okay. we'll so get every that. time they wrecked it, they just fixed it for him at the I expense mean, of the record company. Guy was rich, so probably. Ugh. Yeah, we. Don't, I don't know who fixed it, but it definitely got repaired. Yeah, and Multiple it was times. wrecked several times, at least five. But that devalues it, though, right? Even if we're the, they were Jim to find Morrison's it now. It's Te- car, and that technically, adds value. <laughs> technically, because it's a celebrity. If um, it was your car, then yes, it well, would devalue it. <laughs> that's just mean, but I don't plan on wrecking it anytime soon, so I guess that's okay. Okay, yeah. so so Jake kind of brought this episode to our attention. I had no idea that Jim, I didn't know that this was even a thing. So. I didn't know he rode it, or he drove cars. I would just assume mm. he walks everywhere. Well, yeah, because he's kind of a bum. Go! <laughs> Do you remember that part in the movie? Did you see the the, the Doors the movie? Doors movie? I did not the see Oliver that. Stone oh, Doors movie. I thought you were talking about is... the uh, the ERB episode. I'm like, what does oh, that have to do? No, because <laughs> no, no, no. we've done it. Like, I can't help it. Every time we talk about Jim Morrison, I'm like, go. Oh. Yeah. There's a scene in the movie. So Val Kim- Val Kilmer is playing Jim Morrison, right? And there's this part where they all go out to the desert and they're like smoking peyote or something. So they're they're so tripping high. balls, <laughs> and it's in the middle of the desert and there's like no water, no life. And he's, it's, it's all hazy and 
you can tell he's tripping. He's got like double vision and he there, looks up in the sky. Yeah. And there's this like, it's like a vulture or an eagle or something. And it's like, go. <laughs> oh my God. I just, I just broke the microphone. I think <laughs> shit. That I had was, to rewind. I laughed so yeah, hard. That movie is three hours of nothing. It's except that. <laughs> and that was so funny. <laughs> I just lost my shit and I had to keep rewinding it and watching it. Cause he's just, his eyes are like half open and he looks at this bird and he's like, go. That's <laughs> That's the worst imitation of a bird. Hold on. Pause. We have that. We all used to live together. Me, Jake, and Cassie. And there was a time when we did try to do bird imitations in the house. because Across the house. While Jake was in the living room. We were all in separate rooms and we were trying to make eagle noises because eagles don't just gaw. They fucking scream. They're like, oh, God. I'm going to take my headphones off while we do this one. I think I just lost my hearing. I don't remember any of this. What? Yes, you do. It's when he was still drinking wild turkey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of memory loss there. Uh, the eagle screams. That was a, that was a, Those are good memories. And then we realized what we were doing. We were all just screaming at each other from different corners of the house. Okay. Anyways, back to the story. Okay. So I found this article from Woodside Credit. They don't believe that there was an author listed, but it was just, it's like a car website, I guess. And they were just telling the story that Jake saw on this show. So here are the details. The Shelby GT500 was widely popular when it hit the scene in 1967. And that popularity has not waned. Only... 2,050 were produced and they were snatched up by wealthy hipsters and car enthusiasts with money. The car was double the price of its sister, the Mustang. It was the ultimate muscle car. So like Jake said, high performance and high style, which is probably why a legendary rocker Jim Morrison of the Doors owned one. And that is where legend takes over because no one really knows exactly how the story goes from there. The only fact that has been confirmed is that Jim Morrison did indeed own a 67 Shelby GT500, according to a California registration. So in effect, the story itself is a mystery. Yeah. So one of the stories as to how he got it, like I was saying, is that the studio came up to him. I think it was Electra, like I said It was Electra, yeah. yeah. So Electra came up, the higher ups, and they're like, we want to thank you for making this album and they're trying to buy the <laughs> oh, whole band shit, stuff. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So he knew this guy, Jay Sebring who's a hairstylist and apparently part of the Manson family murders, which is interesting because oh, okay. I guess that all happened around the same time. Honestly, I'm surprised any of them had a hairstylist. First of all, we should do instead of the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, it should be the like six degrees of the Manson, Charles Manson, yeah, because, because everybody and their brother was tied to that man. Yeah. yeah. This, uh, Jim Morrison, actually. Beach Boys. Uh, what's yeah, the Beach Boys. There was another one with, uh, I think it was Mama Cass, where she had some connection as oh, well. Yeah, yes. I remember that. So That's anyways, so sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so he knew, he, he knew this guy, Jay Sebring. Cool. Uh, yeah, it says... Um, is that... Sebring a car? Huh? Yeah, I think so. Toyota? Sebring? What is that? That's a Toyota, type of car, too. Yeah, it's not Toyota. It's Chrysler Sebring, and they're terrible. <laughs> okay, so he got the midnight blue or night mist blue or whatever, mm-hmm. and it says because of the work on the album, The Doors. Hey, quit doing that. You can't be You can't be a part of this if you just crumple papers in the background the whole time. <laughs> God, have some awareness. Uh, yeah, so they did The Doors album. Okay, so one of the versions is, uh, Jake said... Maybe he got it from the record label. Another version of the story is that he purchased the car himself to celebrate Light My Fire, which hit number one on the charts. And I think that was their first number one hit. Yes. So, but then also the car became lost, right? He apparently wrecked it many times 
there is a story of where he was traveling down some road in LA. Sunset Boulevard. Probably. Yeah. There was there's a couple other names in there. Um driving down the sidewalk drunk. Oh, okay. Like yeah. <gasps> Do you remember that one time at your house in college when that person drove down the sidewalk oh my gosh that was after i pulled two dudes off each other that were trying to fight yeah and some people were trying to smoke weed on your front porch and you were like you need to go and then they got in the car and they drove it this girl this, this road oh had gosh. parallel parking on both sides so the if you're not on the road you're not on the road yeah and he, they, they were separated from the road by cars driving on the sidewalk through people's yards and shit yeah, we so, had a house in an actual neighborhood where I had like old people on the street and this girl was, they were smoking weed on my porch. I was like, you can't do this. Like the cops are going to get called. She's like, who even are you? I was like, I bet, bitch, I live here. Like, who are you? Yeah. And they like take off, you know, they go to their car and it was parked, parallel parked on the street. And, and they turn when they, that bitch around onto the sidewalk yeah. instead of the road. <laughs> it was just like... Yeah, they drove through, uh, they hit a couple cars and they, like, the trees were like low hanging trees and mm -hmm. they were like ripping the trees out because so imagine they that's took off so quickly. Pretty much exactly what it looks like Jim Morrison was doing as well. He was probably trying to smoke weed on someone's it was porch. Probably then. peyote, though. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's, there's reports of him driving down the sidewalk. He wasn't ripping the trees out, but he was just straight up hitting them. Yeah. Oh, Poles, yeah. trees, yeah. Or there's a story where he was driving down the sidewalk, hit a pole bailed out of the car oh my god went and called his lawyer and said his car was stolen oh that is i don't know how many times he did tactic. that that's, a, that's an oh. interesting way to get out of it so wow sounds familiar so, oh yeah <laughs> I, I believe people have definitely thought that was a good idea before which by the way if you if you it's not worth a hit and run charge so if you hit something it's better to get a dui than to get a hit and run i'm just gonna say that right here Jim Morrison, though, I guess he can get away with anything, especially being, you know, a, a rock star and a white man in the 60s. He could probably get away with it. But, you know, you're not supposed to just drunkenly hit stuff and then be like, oh, well, I guess I'll go back to the party. So it, that, that story, I think, ended where he where he got out of the car, walked around and looked at it and was like, nah, fuck this. I'm out of here. Oh my and then he came back after his night of partying and the car was gone. So there there are all these questions as to what happened to the car did he just sell it did he leave it somewhere did it get stolen after he wrecked it we don't know and probably nobody knows because i think everyone was on drugs back then are there <laughs> do you have towed and taken to impound yeah yeah that is one of the theories also so what one that i have is that Maybe he parked the car at lax the airport and left it there while he was on tour but after several months you know, it had been towed. So hmm. maybe it was towed and sold at an auction. Uh, I believe he went to Paris or, or France. Uh, oh, that yeah, where yeah, he, yeah, because that's where he, he died. Mm -hmm. And then the car was uh, towed away and sold at auction. That there is sense. that story. Oh. Uh, there's a story from his bodyguard. Uh, it says he crashed into a telephone pole. Now, this is like a year before he died. Okay. Like way before. A year before he died, crashed into a telephone pole, totaled it. And then it got sold at auction that way. Usually the insurance companies, if it's totaled, they own the car. Mm. You get your payout or whatever it is. Oh, I didn't it, know that. I thought if it was totaled, it just goes to junkyard. But I mean, what, do they still use it for parts or? Yeah, they, it, you can still, you can buy the car back. Oh. You can buy something that's totaled back and fix it up. It'll have a blemish on the title, 
but you can still buy it and fix it and drive it. You just might not get as much money out of it if you try to sell it. Uh, these story, these stories haven't really been confirmed or really any story surrounding the car's disappearance. Uh, the fact is that the car's been missing for more than 40 years. And there wow. were a lot of questions like, was it sold to someone? Was it sold at auction? Did it just go to a junkyard i mean who's got it somebody might have this piece of history in their garage right now or it could have been scrapped yeah so right now there is somebody who potentially has the car but they can't confirm it uh, well the guy that has it now his name is rick knuckles it's in somewhere uh which which uh, wichita kansas <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would be there so yeah sure. rick rick knuckles in Wichita, Kansas, potentially has the car. Oh. He got a call one day or got information about the car, and the guy that was selling it was like, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be like some famous rock star's car. And he's like, who is it? He's like, I don't know. I listen to country music. What a bitch. And, and he's like, uh, <laughs> the doors. And he's like, you know. The doors. Rick, Rick Knuckles is like, oh, Jim Morrison. So he got the car, did a restoration on it, and found, you know, when you take a car apart, you can fix the outside of the car, mm -hmm. make it look like nothing happened. But it's going to have the scars of accidents. The frame's going to be bent. You know, you pull the body panels off of it. The frame of the car is going to be kind of gnarly and looking and stuff like that. Yeah, right. So based on that evidence, it matches up to a lot of the wrecks that are described like him hitting trees and telephone poles and stuff like that. Okay. And they're in the right spots. Interesting. So the, it matches up. Right. Like, but also it could have been friends. any other high person, but it matches up. Yeah. <laughs> are there well, like, cool. yeah, it's like car forensics trying to run yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's really like awesome. A literal car body instead of like a And plus I human. wonder what kind of, I mean, there's got to it's such an old car. There's got to be something left in there, like like maybe an old photo or I don't know, just wedged in between the seats or something. Like, I mean, don't I they could typically clean. get detailed before they get sold off? I'm mean, not if it was not auction. if it was messed up, you know, if he wrecked it, they, I feel like there would have potentially been something in there that could link it back to him. And I don't think that they like really clean the cars out when they sell at auction. No, they, they sell don't. them as they... is. So somebody must so have where, had some yeah, property of his. Where's the there. title? That's the other part of the story. So there's okay. another guy. Uh, his name is Brett Madison, who claims to have his, Jim Morrison's original California registration card. Hmm. Why? Well, and if he, he found the, it, he yeah. found it somewhere. This guy found oh. a registration card somewhere. He's been looking for the car. The other guy, Rick Knuckles, bought it, has the title for the car. Rick Knuckles contacted Brett Madison and... Brett Madison calls him back and says, you have car 1888. 1888, or that's the last four numbers of the VIN number uh -huh. for that car. The reason Brett Madison knows that is because he has the registration. Uh, Knuckles says, yes, this is car 1888. Brett Madison is not releasing the actual VIN number that he has. You, there, you can see the pictures of the original registration card. Mm -hmm. has Jim Morrison's name on it, the car and everything, but the VIN number's blacked out. He won't release it because he wants this car. So oh. unfortunately, Rick Knuckles cannot prove that this is the car. He wants to 
He's not saying it is the car. It's potentially the car. Things are matched up. And then yeah. this guy's got the registration card and isn't releasing it. And he doesn't want and to sell he it wants to him. This is the, the weirdest car. catch 22 I think yeah. I've ever. Yeah. So there's. That is interesting. Everything's lining up, but they just can't prove it because this guy's not releasing the information. Because they're both just going to sit there. Well, I, uh, me being me, I mean, I'm not a car gal, as you could <laughs> what? guess. However, I mean, even if I couldn't prove it, I'd still want to keep the car. Yeah. That guy with the registration, there's. That's oh, some bullshit. But it. it it is interesting because if you can't prove it, you obviously want the registration, but the registration guy wants the car. I mean, I, I don't know, you know who wins. I don't know who in, has more leverage there. In your heart of hearts, it is Jim Morrison's car. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know. What do you think, Jake? You're a car guy. From what I've read and, and watching the show, I think it like 99% sure it's his car. Yeah. Just because of the guy with the registration. He's like, oh, you have... 1888 and then you know blocked out i mean the, that's a lot that's number. enough for me that's a to have those four numbers yeah. in a row and like it said there were only 2050 of them in production so what are mm-hmm. the odds that two of those cars of the 2000 had the last four numbers the exact same on the bin number i mean and that seems like a very low possibility with only that many cars going in well none of them would have had the, the last Six. Well, the the older VINs had less numbers in them. The new ones have a lot of numbers, but the last oh. few numbers of the VIN number are the very specific identifiers for that car. It's as they're coming off the line, they're getting yeah. the next number. So, so it, ha- there it aren't- literally has to be. I mean, it has to be. They only made two thousand of these cars. Mm-hmm. So how it would even be possible in a run of two thousand? It wouldn't be for that number to occur twice. Right on top of his particular color scheme, where yeah. he didn't have the white racing stripes going over the car that car matched up he had the white interior that matches up there were also some 357 magnum bullets that oh shit when when they when they were restoring the car they put it up on a rotisserie so they can yeah eat it move chew, the car you know, around. heat yeah. it up and chew it sorry i like food but they came cars. out <laughs> yeah apparently they flipped the car over to do some work and bullets fell out of the dashboard that's what i'm saying there had to be they some other been his bodyguards the yeah they could have been his bodyguards uh, Why don't they run ballistics? Hello. What? Well, they what? weren't. They weren't shot. <laughs> they're just shells. They're, oh. they're, they're, they're just bullets. They hadn't been used. Dang. But they fell out of the dashboard. That's uh, interesting. They also, when they pulled the radio out, there was a lot of really fine sand. And for I forget I what they said, sand. where they found the car or the area that Jim Morrison was at, it was very likely the same type of sand that was. See, that's really yeah. interesting. They got really good evidence, like I said, they, with the the scarring and the inside of the car. You know where the, all the accidents were reported. It, everything yeah. lines up. They just don't have that last piece. Well, to me, registration guy needs to just give up because this guy's got this guy's got the car. I'm convinced. Yeah, it's it, the legit car. He, he's, he's not. not he's sell not. It. Yeah, he's not letting up off the registration because. Those old Shelby Mustangs go for a lot of money. There's a website called Bring a Trailer. It's a it's an auction <laughs> website for cars. It's not, <laughs> not for people. Okay, don't get me funny business <laughs> ideas. Okay, it's a, it's bring a, a trailer. Human, a human trafficking Only website. Only cars. Oh my yeah, God. I was on there early to, earlier today, and uh, sixty-seven <laughs> Shelby GT500s in varying condition. On the low end, what I saw on the website, they're going for about a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, well, this one's and obviously so not, one, even if it was in shit condition, it's not going to go for that low because it's Jim Morrison's car. Right, and it, and it's been it's been restored. Uh, if mm-hmm. you watch the TV show Autobiography, you can see the car. 
it's in really good shape. It looks like they, you know, all original restoration. Yeah. On the high end, I saw they were going for 190-ish. It is a Shelby Mustang. Okay. Well, I feel like his so. would be probably more. Or right. If, because, because of the name value on right. it and the legendary status. Because these are just people's cars that are they're cool, they're old, they're restored, whatever. But this is a cool old restore, restored car that could potentially have belonged to one of the most legendary guys in music yes. i mean everybody knows who jim morrison is right that, that mm-hmm. does add to the value if you have a car with a story full mm-hmm. history restored unrestored doesn't matter if you can prove it it kind of doesn't really matter what condition it's in yeah if you could have a yeah. car from any movie which one would it be Oh God, Have you seen Bubble Boy? I want the bus that the bright and shiny no. people are driving. <laughs> what would you get? What would you get, Jake? You feel like you already know the answer uh, to this question. No, well, I'm thinking about it now. Um, the 1989 Batmobile. I've never really looked at a car and been like, I want that. I'm good with a Toyota. Cool. If there are any movies with a Toyota in them. I'll take that one. <laughs> All right. So there you have it, guys. <laughs> That's maybe the story of Jim Morrison's car, which is pretty interesting. Had no idea about that. Uh, make sure that you guys are subscribed to us on Spotify. That helps us with our numbers. And, you know, we're looking to hopefully get advertisers soon. So if you can subscribe to us, awesome. If you would love to share us with your friends, that would be kick ass. And we can tell that a lot of you have already been doing that because we have little cities. I was just showing Jake the other day. We've got cities where we don't know anybody that have so many plays coming out of there, which means that you guys are sharing them with your friends like Columbus, Ohio. I still don't know anybody in Columbus that I, I think, I mean, forgive me if I'm wrong, but there are a lot of people in Columbus listening, which means you guys are sharing it with your friends and we really appreciate that. So um, keep up the good work <laughs> and keep listening. We've got obviously new stuff coming out soon. So just stay updated on social media, search for Death by Podcast Team. And if you have any questions, comments, we have someone listening uh, I don't really care about your concerns, but if you have questions <laughs> or comments, then you can <laughs> send I'm them I'm concerned. To she doesn't <laughs> care about your concern. Uh, Death by Podcast Team at gmail.com. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> See ya. I drove through Columbus once. It was a uh, very Ohio-ish. by Demons at Demons Band on Instagram. Artwork by Mike Johnson. Writing and production by Cassie Gardner, Alex Motler, and Jake.